Matthew chapter 9, verse number 24. And he said unto them, Give place. Or in Texas vernacular, get out. Amen. Everybody say, get out. For the maid is not dead, but sleepeth, and they laughed him to scorn. Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21 and verse number 12. And Jesus went up into the temple of God and cast out, same word in the Greek, cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, it is written, my house, everybody say my house, shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And when he got rid of that spirit, when he got rid of those spirits, look at what happened. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. Sometimes there are things that block the purpose of God, even in the house of God, and somebody's got to have enough guts to stand up and say, out, out, not in my house. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 1. Mark the first chapter and verse number 34. Mark chapter 1 and verse number 34. And he healed many that were sick of diverse disease and cast out, the same word, cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. Cast out. He threw them out. Amen. He threw them out. And then I conclude Mark chapter 16 and verse number 17. And he said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out. Amen. Everybody say cast out. In my name it is the privilege and it is the honor of God's believing people to have power to cast out devils. Everybody say devils. Devils, 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 spirits, things that don't belong there. You have the authority to put them on the road. And the only reason they're not on the road is because you're satisfied living with them. But somebody ought to rise up tonight and say, no more. Not in my house, not in my church, not in my family. Amen. Somebody say it with me. Not in my house, not in my church, not in my family. Amen. You have power. You have power to cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Buckle your seatbelt and get ready for a ride. Praise God. Clap your hands to the Lord and let's give Him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
praise God. You may be seated. It is interesting to me how Jesus dealt with certain issues. You would never find one on the earth who could be more meek and mild than Jesus. He was meek as a lamb. He was gentle. He was tender. He was kind. He was loving. He was compassionate. He was, he was all of that and more. But there were times when he became downright indignant. There were times when things so stirred him that he wasn't nice about the way he handled the situation. He wasn't politically correct. He didn't make sure that he didn't ruffle any feathers. There were just some things that Jesus saw that said, no, that's not going to work here. Amen. That, that is not going to work. And we're not going to give place to that now or ever. I am afraid that some of us are far too passive in dealing with spiritual issues that affect the spiritual health of our own soul and our family and our church. There are times in life when we learn to accept and tolerate what God said needs to go. And this preacher has come tonight to stir a pot and to stir your soul and call somebody to wake up and say, you know what, this is my house and I dedicated it to the Lord. This is my family and I committed it to God and I am not giving place for another moment to the seducing lying spirits that would want to destroy what God said I could have. And somebody said amen. amen. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. I am afraid that far too often we are too passive in dealing with spiritual issues that affect our spiritual health. And I am afraid that we do not realize the seriousness of the conflict that we are involved in. I am afraid that we are playing games at some time, but the devil is playing for keeps. Amen. And we need to learn to develop a zero-tolerance policy for things that concern our spiritual health. When things come against my family, I don't need to sit by and twiddle my thumbs and say, well, I hope it will pass. I need to rise up in the spirit and the authority of what God has put in me and take authority. I am convinced tonight that God doesn't have to give me one ounce more Holy Ghost for me to be able to stop the spiritual attack that's going on in my family. What I've got to have is enough backbone to get off my lazy backside and stand up and say, no, sir, not in my house, not in my family, not in my church, not with my children. Amen. You say, Brother Hughes, you sound pretty caustic. Well, I'm just here to tell you tonight that there were some things that Jesus didn't play with, and I have come to preach to myself tonight that we've got to get off of this passive mode 
and say, well, you know, I don't want to stir the waters. They're already stirred, folks. And somebody's got to wake up and realize that there's too much at stake for me just to come and pedicate for Jesus and do my little thing and then go home. Somebody's got to have a breakthrough. It may not be your family tonight. It may be the family sitting next to you. But it could be your family next week that's going to need somebody that's got enough gut and gumption to say, hey, we've got to have a move of God in this place. We've got to have a revival among our children. We've got to have a move of God in our young people. We've got to see God do something in this hour. Amen. I, I am fearful that we have become a church of Laodicea. That we are filled with good things. We are full and we have need of nothing. When the truth is, the word said that they were naked and undone and they needed God. I want there to be a spirit that can be stirred in me tonight that will make me want to rise up and be the man of God he has called me to be. You see, there are spiritual enemies and there are spiritual voices that, if allowed to exist, will drain the very life out of you, and they will drain the very faith out of you, and they will steer you away from God's promise and God's purpose for your life. They will cheat you out of your blessing. They will cheat you out of your birthright. They will cheat you out of God's favor. And I find in my Bible that there are many occasions when the Spirit of the Lord became downright indignant. And even in the face of the mocker, he stood up and said, get out. Get out. Somebody say it with me right now. Get out. Amen. I'm not going to be nice about it. I'm not going to play cake. I'm not going to play games. When Jairus came to his home, with Jesus after his daughter had died, when he arrived, it is interesting to note that the naysayers had already set up shop. They had gotten there before Jesus did. Isn't it interesting how many wet blankets there are when God gets ready to do a great work and how carnal and dull and insensitive we can be when God's ready to do something mighty and they set up shop. They were already there. And they said, you can't have it. You can't see it. She's dead. It won't happen. But I am thankful that in the face of such spirits, Jesus' command was simple. Get out. Amen. Get out. You're not going to stay here. You're not going to remain where I am about to do my great work. There are spirits that work tonight that mock you and your miracle. They will mock the hopes that you have in your heart about recovery. They will laugh at your faith in God. They will laugh at your confidence in what God has said he will do. And if you're not careful, you can let those mocking spirits push you right out the door and let them close the door on your miracle. I'm thankful that when Jesus got to the house... And they were mocking and ridiculing and laughing. But he did what only he could do. He put them out. Amen. He put them out. There are voices tonight that are laughing at my faith. 
But I say, laugh all you want to. You're not going to stop my faith in God. And you're not going to stop what I know God has promised that he would do in my family and for my children. There are spirits that will laugh at your hope. And they will laugh at the miracle that God is about to perform in your life. But if you don't have enough courage to get up and say, get out. You're not staying around here. You're not living in my house. Then you will find yourself empty and alone. These spiritual enemies are strategically located. They didn't attack Jesus on the road. And they didn't attack Jairus on the road. They hit Jairus where it hurt the most. They waited until he got home. Isn't it amazing the battles that we fight in our home over faith issues? Isn't it amazing how many battles we fight at home over faith issues? Faithfulness to the house of God. Faithfulness to a standard of life. Faithfulness to being consistent. Faithfulness to being on time. And all of those other things. Why is it that we face the greatest battle at home? I believe because the devil knows that if he can destroy your home. And he can destroy the faith of your home. That he doesn't have to worry about the church. Because we'll be too conflicted. To even know what to do when we get here. Is anybody listening to me tonight? There is a spiritual attack going on against some of your families right now. And there's got to be something rise up in you tonight. That said, you know what? My family is not going to be destroyed. My children are not going to be destroyed. My hope is not going to be destroyed. I will not tolerate I will not give place to it. Amen. Amen. The most demoralizing times can often come from the home itself because our greatest battles are often over faith in the home. Somebody needs to settle something tonight. We need some men in this house. I said we need some men. We need some fathers in this house that will step up to the plate and say, you know what? As for me and my house. I said, you said, Brother Hughes, I have. You need to do it again. Because it's been too long since some of you have really taken authority and said, you know what? My house, I dedicated to God. My children, I dedicated to God. I may not control what my kids are doing right now, but I'm not going to give place to it. And I am not going to say it's okay. I made up my mind a long time ago. Die, sink, or swim. I am not going back on the things that I know are true. Come on, clap your hands for the Lord and praise Him. Amen. There are spirits that laugh and mock at your effort and they mock your sincerity. And they challenge your right and your authority. I've never lived to see a day when the spirits and the spirit world is so aggressive and so bold. But it is today. They are not afraid to lampoon your faith they are not afraid to mock you in your stand they are not afraid to challenge you and what makes me so sick at my stomach is that when they challenge us 
instead of us standing up, we step back. We act like there's nothing we can do. I am thankful tonight, even if it were denominational men that we personally may not consider know as much about God as we do, whatever your take on that is. I'm thankful that just recently they filled a building up the road to capacity with men and women who said, you know what, we're not going to put up with that and we're not going to give room to that. And we're going to let our voice be known. Somebody, somewhere in 2014 has got to rise up and say, you know what? How long you want to. You're not going to cause me to step back and turn away. I have made up my mind. It's time for me to rise up in a spirit of authority and do what God has called me to do. Cast out devils. Amen. I said cast out devils. Cast out spirits that seek to destroy your life and your family. I have come to tell you tonight, it's time to throw it out. Somebody say throw it out. It's time to throw it out. I don't know how it's all going to work out. But I know this much, that if Jesus is involved, it will work out. And I refuse to give another inch to my enemy. Amen. You don't need to be nice about it. I said you don't need to be nice about it. You need to command. I said you need to command. You say, Brother Hughes, it doesn't sound like anything's happening. Well, it doesn't matter whether it sounds like it commanded anyway. Because I can assure you that it's not going if you don't command it. Amen. Somebody say command it. Command it. You don't need to be nice about it. Just throw it out on its ear. Say, no, you're not, gonna wel- you're not welcome in my house. That spirit is not welcome. When it surfaces, when it rises up, when it shows its head, when it starts speaking, when it's, I say, no, 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 no. You're, you're not welcome in this house. You're not going to have resident here. I'm not giving you an inch. I'm not giving doubt or fear or uncertainty or any of those other things. I am not giving my own human weakness place. You are not welcome here. Out. You are going out. Amen. Somebody clap your hands again and say, get out. Come on, get out. Amen, 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 amen. What the Lord wants you to do and what we need to do tonight is take authority. Don't be afraid of hurting its ego. It's got to go. Amen. Somebody say it's got to go. There are many things that Jesus would not put up with in Scripture. And neither should I. One thing he would not put up with is playing church. Amen. He wouldn't put up with playing church. He wouldn't put up with people who use the church as a playhouse for their little games, whether they be money changers or whatever else, or whether it be the place they come to hit on somebody else or whatever else you want to reduce it to in the hour in which we live. There was something about the Lord that said, no, not in this house. 
This is a house of prayer. We come here to worship. We don't come here to discuss the latest gossip. We don't come here to talk about the latest trouble. We don't even come here to talk about the latest project. We come here, first of all, to talk about the Lord and to worship the Lord and to praise the Lord and magnify the Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Jesus said that I care about what goes on under the banner of my name. And there is no place for play in church. No place. And Jesus would not put up with that. It got him so angry that he took a cat of nine tails and he started at the back door and worked his way through. He kicked over tables and pushed over carts. Sometimes I wish that God would come into our church sometime, not just this one, but our church, and do the same thing. You say, oh, brother, we're not money changers. No, but we reduce the house of God to some things worse than money changing. There are eternal things that are settled here, church. That's got to be the number one priority that we come to church for. It's not who we see or what we see, and it's not whether we make a connection or we get to go eat or not. There are eternal values that have to be settled first. There are eternal consequences that are in the balance tonight. Somebody in this building may be here for their very last service. And we've got to make sure that whatever it takes, that we have a touch of God upon this place. That we have a move of God in our services. Amen, 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 amen. My God. Tell you what, sometimes I have to fight through so much stuff that goes on before church starts that it about wears me out. Amen. You know what we need to do? We need to get back to what this is called, a house of prayer first. Do that first, and then we can take care of everything else. But when we come in and try to do all that first, and then we, let, we, we don't pray or we don't worship or we don't get involved then all of those things become the center and we don't get anywhere. It's like trying to make your way through quicksand. But when we get into the house of God and we get into the spirit of worship and we come to worship God in spirit and truth, it's amazing how many of those problems that we could not solve beforehand when we turn around and walk out now, we've got a solution. There's a brotherhood. There's a unity. There's a spirit that said, hey, we can do this. And that's the way it's got to be. Hear me tonight. It's time to get the church in order. It's time to put that order and priority back in all of our lives. Everybody say first. Worship. First, worship. First, worship. First, worship. Then the word. And then worry or whatever else you want to do. Amen. God help us. He cleansed the temple. He said, not in my house. People who come to church for any other reason are treading on dangerous ground. And I promise you one of these days when God settles the books and he looks at how many times I went to church, how many times I really went to church, he's going to say, what was going on there? What was going on there? Why 
Why did you not take advantage? Didn't you know your brother sitting across from you needed a breakthrough? But you were too busy with your own little problems to understand that you could help somebody? Oh, come on. You, 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 you've got a whole week to get over this. But you're not going to get over with it until I get through with it. And I'm not through with it yet. Somebody say, get out. Get out. Carnality. Worldliness. Amen. Get out. Praise God. You know, folks, I preach when nobody said amen, I can still do it. It might be a little harder, but it works a little better when you understand I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to help you. But I am here to tell you in the power of the Holy Ghost tonight that there's too many things that we have tolerated and we just exempted and poo-pooed over and said, oh, it's no big deal when it really is a big deal. This house is the most important house in the neighborhood and we've got to make sure that we keep it that way. And when we come here, there's got to be an atmosphere that allows God to do what He is best at doing. Come on, clap your hands and praise Him. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He not only cleansed temples, but he cast out demons. Tormenting creatures that tormented his creation. You were made for his habitation. God's habitation, not the devil's. And he confronts us continually with spirits that try to bind and fetter and lock up our lives. And Jesus said, no, no, no. That's not how my child is going to live. Tormented by devils, tortured by tormenting spirits. He, he, he confronted the spirits that bound and fettered and locked up people's lives. And locked up their families and locked up their relationships and said no 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 god god has better things in mind for you than that and he commanded those spirits to get out you know what i believe i need to do tonight i need to commission you to rise up tonight in the holy ghost and start addressing spiritual demonic powers that are assaulting your family and your soul and your children and this church on various ways. And we need to rise and say, no, no, no. Not in my house. By the authority of the Word of God, I stand on that Word tonight. And I say to you, Satan, get out. Get out. Get out of my family. Get out of my house. Get out away from my children. I need to say it over my children. I need to say it over my family. I need to stand over my household tonight and say out anything that's not of God, anything that does not glorify God, get out. Amen. Somebody needs to stand up over some doubt tonight. And you need to say to doubt, get out. I'm tired of having sick faith. I'm tired of being anemic spiritually. I want to live and walk in the power of His Spirit. I want the blessings of God on my life. Amen. I said I want the blessings of God on my life. I may not always be on the top of my game, but I want my life to always be guided by faith. 
I want my life to always be governed by a spirit of confidence in God that though I may not know what to do, God knows what to do. And I am not going to let my faith grow sick in this hour. I am not going to let my faith grow weak in this hour. I am not going to give up on my faith in God. I am not going to let my faith go. I have come too far to go back now. I have come too far to let go. I will not back down from what I know God has promised me. Amen. And to every spirit that mocks your miracle or laughs at your hope, And the promises that God has given to you, you need to rise up tonight and say, get out. Amen. Get out. There are some of you right now, the devil is lying to you at this very moment, telling you it's not going to work out. And you need to stand on your feet and say, you're a liar. It is going to work out. Amen. There's a devil right now whispering in your ear, telling you, your preacher just must have eaten something that upset him this afternoon. But he'll get over it. No, I won't get over it. And you better not get over it either. Somebody needs to get on their feet tonight and say, not in my house. Not my faith. You're not, gonna, you're not taking my faith. You're not sabotaging my hope. You're not destroying my future. Remain standing. I believe that it's time that a militant spirit Come again to the church of the living God. We don't often hear that preached about. As a matter of fact, most denominations frown on using that terminology, militant. The conventional wisdom of our day will mock us and ridicule us and tell us that we're not in touch with reality. I am more in touch with reality tonight than I ever have been in my life. And reality tells me that the reason many people are losing is because they're giving up. It's because they're not willing to do what God commanded them, and that is take authority. Amen. Take authority. Rise up over your family and say, in the name of Jesus. Come on. I said, rise up over your family and say, in the name of Jesus. Rise up over your problems and say in the name of Jesus. Rise up over your difficulty tonight and say in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. What did did Jesus say? The kingdom of God from John until now has come. And the kingdom comes and they that take it must take it. How? By force. Amen. Amen. The kingdom of God suffereth violence. How long has it been since we have been spiritually violent? When we've gotten so mad. When we've gotten so mad. Spiritually mad. Not at people, but at spirits 
said, you know what? We're not having that at Greater Life Church. And if I've got to push away from the plate a day or two and fast until I break my own spirit down to where I can really hear from God and get that out of the way, then we're going to do it. If I've got to pray a little more, if I've got to have a little more faith, if I've got to worship a little more, if I've got to do a little more, that's all right. This is my house. This is my church. This is about my family. This is about my future. This is about my hope. Amen. The kingdom suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Amen. It's been too long since some of us have really gotten spiritually aggressive and said, you know what? Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I'm going to have a breakthrough. As a matter of fact, when I say that, some of you get so tired right now, you're about to sink down in your pew. Oh, brother, you're not tonight. Yeah. You get so determined that whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I'm going to have a breakthrough. Whatever it takes, we've got to see God do something sovereign. We've got to see a miracle. We've got to see a turnaround. But one thing I am not going to do, I am not giving place another moment to the things that do not belong in my life, the things that don't belong in my family, the things that don't belong in my church. I'm not going to give place to it one minute more. Amen. Get out. Get out. Get out. Amen. God, I don't want you to look at anybody, but I want you to look at some spirits tonight in the spirit world that have bottlenecked your soul and your family and troubled your friends and say, you know what? You're going. You're going. You're not staying here. We're going to have a miracle in this family. We're going to have a miracle in our church. We're going to have a revival that's going to rewrite revival for Greater Life Church. Amen. I said amen. 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 I'm tired of things that void my progress and stymie my spiritual development, strip me of my victory, and from one service to the next, I barely make it in. Oh, God, somebody rise up tonight in a spirit of authority and say, not in my house. Not for my family. Oh, no. Hallelujah. I'm not giving up my faith. Yes. Amen. I wonder how many of you right now would be honest enough to say that you are under a spiritual attack in the area of your faith like you've never been before. Amen. Don't ever let go of it. You've got to fight for your faith. I said, you've got to fight for your faith. Fight and faith are not mutually exclusive words. As a matter of fact, they are sister and brother. If you're going to have faith, you're going to have to fight for it. If you're going to have faith, you're going to have to hang on to it. If you're going to have faith, you're going to have to confront spirits that will try to strip that out of you and laugh at you and mock you and say, it'll never happen. You've got to have enough courage and enough guts to step up and say, oh, yes, it will, because God said it would. Amen. 
Oh, yes, it will because God promised. Anybody here tonight have a promise from God? Does anybody here tonight have a promise from God that you're holding on to? It could be a child. It could be a family matter. It could be a lot of other things. But whatever that promise is, I want you to get hold of it in your mind right now. And I want you to lift it up to the Lord and say, God, this is still my promise. And I refuse to let go of it. I refuse to give it up. I refuse to turn back. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse to give in to the spirit of intimidation. Amen. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Somebody right now ought to step out from where you are and just make your way to the front with your hand lifted. Say, this is my faith promise. This is what God promised me. I'm not letting go of it. This is what God gave me. I'm not going to turn it loose. This is what God has spoken to my heart and I will not let it go. Laugh all you will. Mock all you want. Ridicule what you may. But I refuse to let go of it. I refuse to give it up. Ah, yes. That's the only way we're going to win. We've got to fight for our faith.